Hey, welcome to the Movie Theater Time Machine Podcast. I am your announcer, Max. Today, this is a fun one for you folks. We have The Last Unicorn from People. And here, this one here is written by uh, Peter Bagel, and here this stars Alan Arkin, Jeff Bridges, Mia Farrow, Tammy Grimes, uh, Robert Klein, Angela Lansbury, and Christopher Lee. So, we have a good old time here. If you've ever heard this podcast before, um, we celebrate film when it was on film, and we keep it real to real. So, we here we join Kaz, Nick, Dan, and Jocelyn, and you have yourself a wonderful day, and enjoy the show. Hey, I'm Kaz, and ask me how to find the Red Bull. I'm Nick, and it's so nice to have someone to play with. I'm Dan, and oh god, I'm engaged to a Douglas fir. And I'm Joss, and there are no happy endings because nothing ends. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Except when the universe has heat death. Yeah, but that's not for a while yet. I, mean, I pretty much picked the funniest line out of this movie because uh, <laughs> I want to say this movie wasn't terribly funny, but it, no. it, it was it was deep. Mm-hmm. That's so, that's the point of it. Yeah. Very beautiful too. I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> very, very very pretty, and you know the, the animation was wonderful. Oh, uh, we should first yeah. our experience. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I saw it once, like a long time ago. Yeah. Um, I've probably seen it in the past, but I truly don't remember. The, this is the first watch through that I've really had, I believe, because I don't think you've I've ever never watched, watched it before. with you. No, yeah, I it think you. it's the same with me. I have probably seen bits and pieces at some point in time that would seem very familiar, but. It was my favorite movie growing up. Yeah. This and Unico. I had a thing for unicorns. Unico is, is anime, very anime, very Japanese. Yeah. This one was one that my mother and I kind of shared, so it was uh, it's a really um, special place in my heart. Yeah, yeah I, and I, I, I see read that. the book yeah. much later when I could read, because um, yeah. I watched this movie when I was very little. It came out the year I was born, yeah. so. How much does it follow it? Uh, it pretty would actually. Peter uh, Peter Beagle actually wrote the screenplay yeah. for the movie, so it, it follows Beagle. pretty yeah. Oh, you said bagel. bagel. What? Max, you said bagel. Oh, shit. <laughs> He's not a bakery item. <laughs> He's um, an author. A Possibly a talking He's, dog? I don't think he's a talking dog, but, uh, uh, but yeah, he... Um, this movie mm-hmm. does have a talking cat that is never explained. A yeah, I don't know cat. why we have a pirate talking cat, but he's there. What's well, that explained hey, in the book? Yeah, no. it made me happy to just... <laughs> You know, you're like, hey, a peg leg talking cat. You know, like, if, if you had a cat that suddenly had a peg leg, what would you do? And it was talking at you and it had yeah, an eye patch that it kept yeah. switching. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, you cats. Now, was it Molly that the cat was talking to? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She'd been through weirder. Yes, yeah, so she okay. had no problems. Yeah. She was just like, why are you talking yeah, to me she now? Yeah, she watched Robin Hood manifest itself and walk through fire. And I was, <laughs> yep. Oh, okay. Yep, so she... I've been waiting for a unicorn for years. Okay. Let's see more. So see, Pretty this much. movie is about the invention of television. I mean, essentially, <laughs> kind <yeah>. of. Kind <laughs> of. There's so much illusion powers. There was. It's yes. like it's really funny because it's like a D and D party. As I've gotten older and as I've, as we're watching it, um, when uh, Medrick ended up changing her into a human. I looked at Dan and I was like, he just cast Polymorph. It's like, wild because, magic! Because that's essentially what he did. <laughs> yeah, he, and can't, he can't really control his own magic, so he's basically a wild mage. Yep. Wild 
Having a wild mage in your party is, uh, it's an adventure, is all I'm gonna say. An adventure within an adventure. Yeah. There, there's a whole, there's a whole chart and people have made dozens more of the crazy, <coughs> crazy shit that can happen when wild magic goes off. That sounds fun. Every time you talk, pink bubbles come out of your mouth for an hour. <laughs> That reminds me, we've got, to, we've got to continue that adventure. Yes. yes. We do. Yeah. Uh, I'm just looking at the cast list in general here. I mean, some of these players are so good. Just with Mia Farrow alone, mm -hmm. who doesn't really do too much, I think is very underrated. And Angela Lansbury is Mama Fortuna. Yep. And Christopher Lee. Yeah. Sir Christopher Lee. Fucking is metal. The, he's yeah. the main bad guy. I mean... Yeah. The, the also the king who really needs an antidepressant. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really should just be the power of friendship since we got, like, you know, unicorns and such involved. <laughs> it's like, somebody tickle the man. Make him laugh. Maybe he'll stop being not, such a dick. But not even the juggling made him smile. No. Nope. Even when the cat batted the juggle out of the out of the thin air. He had a pirate cat that talked and yep. he still wasn't happy. Yep. He yeah. needs some Zolan. Oh, he wasn't happy. I mean, he's like, I only oh, keep yeah. things around me that make me happy. And he's sitting in a room with nothing in it. He's sitting in a room with nothing in a in decrepit, like, falling apart castle. That's yeah. That should show what his mental state was like. Yeah. And it's not even like a normal, desolate castle. It's like everything's twisted. And sometimes there's weird faces in the rock. It's mm. like someone didn't yep. understand perspective and was just, yeah. let's just draw it all wonky it's, so we don't yeah. have to worry about it. Pretty much. Yeah, it's kind of like the episode episode of the Simpsons where the tornado comes through <laughs> and like they you know the Flanders house goes out and then they rebuild it and Barney's like here's your new master bedroom <laughs> oh <my laughs> yeah you just expect Wiggum to put a toilet nearby there or something <laughs> why is there a toilet in the bathroom yeah Ned you ever try to go ahead and put a toilet up the stairs wait a toilet would be in the bathroom uh, with the kitchen, sorry. Yeah. Toilet kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like one of those dream logic houses where you just, like... You ever have one of those, like, weird dreams where you're, like, in, like, a new place, but it's like you know you've lived there for a while, but nothing's where it should be? Right. It's like, it's, yeah. it's weird dream logic house. <laughs> yes. I think that just explains this whole movie is dream logic. <laughs> yeah. It's all dream logic. Yeah. yeah. Are we doing a scene by scene? I don't know. I mean, it's like we could go bit by bit, but yeah. Like I could do. I could take you scene by scene. It's yeah. really simple. You you start yeah. with a couple of hunters who are going through a forest, and one of them is obviously older and much wiser, and then yeah. and you've got a youthful one, and, and he's their clothes like, just don't move. No, their clothes do not move. And they're both I, I sir, sir not appearing in this film. Yeah, basically they're running through. <laughs> The forest and it was like, wait, yo, we're entering like, basically they're entering like sacred ground. Like, oh, this is where the unicorn lives, yo. We, we promise we won't hunt here. Sorry, oh, lady, is, we're leaving. Yeah, we're leaving. Yeah. Totally the, the, last the young one. one's like, what the hell are you talking about? What's a unicorn? And he's like, hush. You know, don't talk about it. This just, is the last one. It's the last one. She lives she here, yo. Through the grapevine. And then she's just like, and she's like, wait, wait hold on, wait, time out. I'm wait, the, last one. the last one. Because she is very antisocial. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I don't like people, but geez, what's going she on? You would she... notice if your species was missing. <laughs> Apparently not her. She was just like, what? She's I'm so, by myself? She's so far up her own ass, which would probably hurt because the horn oh, and everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she has an extraordinarily long horn. Yes. Yeah. Mm. She does. So, 
Yeah, she's well, pretty. Well, she's a pharaoh, so kind of has to, you know. <laughs> but, I mean, do each unicorn, is was each unicorn in charge of, like, a little fief of land, or, or is it? I'm guessing, I'm guessing it's, I don't know. Maybe the she other never unicorns... left her little land? Well, the way that this is, is talked about, it's obviously somewhere on Earth, because they mention France and they mention Ireland. Yeah. And, and not like Space Ireland or Parallel I don't France. think it's supposed to be like modern day at all. I kind of want to go so. to Parallel France, though. <laughs> anyway. Uh. Um, so I think it's it was around the time when you know, there was lots of space and lots of green and lots of, you know, before the world started going to shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, then there was just the whole probably shit, lots of oh, shit yeah. everywhere. So, well, I mean, to be fair, the planet's going to be fine. It's yeah. just going to shake us off and then, you know, we'll go back to, to normal. Humans are a disease. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Mr. Crap. Anderson. I was going to think of something. But uh, that's what prompts her to go on her adventure because after she they had show up. better to do. They show up and say, hey, you're the last one. We're going to leave you alone. And she's like, Bye. what? What do you she's mean? she's like, hold on. And then she talks to a butterfly who likes to quote oh. poetry and Zappa at her. So, okay. Um, I'm t- I'm that butterfly. Yes. High as balls. Oh, yeah. But he knew stuff because oh, yeah. he mentioned a train in, a, in one of his poems or songs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So what year is this time-traveling butterfly from? I mean, he might as well have been doing Jeremiah was a bullfrog for all, for all of them. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said. He was quoting poetry in Zappa. <laughs> so... Um, then that's what sparks her... her I'm going on a journey. To where? I don't know. He warns her about the Red Bull. He warns her about the Red Bull and he he kind of fucks off and And she... Don't drink more than like two in a day. Yeah. (laughs) Or else you'll turn into a human and your body's dying all around you. (laughs) This body's dying. I can feel this body dying around me. Uh Uh-huh. She's over 30 then. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, unicorn, you might want to... Watch what you say in front of the other mortals. They might be a little insulted. <laughs> like, oh, rude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At least we wipe our bums when we poop. <laughs> One of my favorite lines in this movie is actually when she's talking to, Sh- to Schmendrick. And she's like, sorry, I, yo, he's, yo, if you want to accompany me, if that's what you wish, if that's you know, all you want for you know, freeing me, then I guess that's fine. And he's like, well, you can't give me what I want. She's like... No, I can't, you know, I can't make you a, a better wizard. I can't give you magic. And he's like, it's okay, don't worry about it. And she's like, oh, I won't. <laughs> I'm a sociopath. I can't regret. Now, see, is it bad that when she says, I can't give you what you want, that I had to fight so hard not to make the Spice Girls joke? <laughs> <laughs> it was, like, it was right there. It's just every fiber of my being was like, no, no, don't do it. It's just... <laughs> like Roger Rather with a shave and a haircut. Yeah, straight yeah, up. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's right there. It's so easy. I can't. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Painful. Oh, Painful. But well, yeah, um, she goes on an adventure and she realizes that people truly can't see her. She goes she, on an adventure to do. She remembers. Stuff. She remembers that men and you know basically adults can't really see her horn. They think she's a horse. Well, people who don't believe, at least. And people who don't believe. (laughs) And uh, she ends up getting kidnapped by uh, 
By Mommy, uh... By Mad Madam Mim. No, um... Mommy... Fortuna? Fortuna. Mommy Fortuna. Who yeah. is voiced thinking, by Angela Lansbury. I keep thinking it's alliteration, oh. but it's, no, it's Mom, no, Mommy it's Mommy Fortuna. And, and her, and her uh, midnight... Or Midnight Carnival. Something. Midnight yeah. Carnival, um, which is a really sad carnival. It really it is, yeah. no sense because she was totally showing her animals to people during the day. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? Where the hell did she get jungle animals from? I think she doesn't even need to cast well, illusions. she was obviously she extremely need, old. Yeah, she doesn't need so. anything in the cages either. If she yeah. could do illusions, just say, there's a harpy in there. It's an empty cage, but well, there's they, a harpy well, in there. Well, they mentioned that. They mentioned that um, the reason that she has them is because she can only do kind of perfunctory illusionary magic on them. On what people want to see? On what people want to see, so she has to have something to base it off of. Mm. So when you see the manticore and you find out that it's just a toothless lion... I'm just thinking these medieval people would probably be impressed just seeing a lion. Yeah. yeah. And, a, and a monkey. Mm-hmm. And I just, maybe when, a snake. Maybe a monkey. giant snake. No, when she said, oh, it's the world serpent. Mm-mm-mm. Not in a cage that big or no. that small. World Serpent's gonna be uh, a touch larger than that. But remember, this is my my three, four, five year old self. I knew what a harpy was. I knew what a manticore was. Yeah. I knew because of this movie. I knew what some like legendary mythical creatures yeah, were. What a chimera is. What a chimera is. Oh, that is, that's the one with the, the lion head and the goat head and the snake tail. Yep. Okay, because yep. I was like, I thought that was a man. It's a lion head, a goat head, and a dragon head. Yep. That's and, a chimera. Uh, the and ta- the end of the tail is a scorpion. No, no it's not a scorpion. Um, it's that's like a, a snake. Tail. It's like a snake's head at the end of the tail. Yeah. But and, and in D&D, they all share a health pool. But in, like, third edition, each head had its own hit points, which was a nightmare to run. Aww. No, thank you. But I want to know how they they failed to notice cloven hooves, hello, and big, long, skinny <laughs> oxtail, and her shadow <laughs> casts a horn. I... I don't think they were thinking that far. I don't know. I... The closest we get is a guy who tried to put a belt around her to catch her. Was She whipped it out of his hand with her horn, and he was like, I must have tripped. I must have tripped. Oh, <laughs> no. Because there's no other reason how that could have happened. Yeah, what happened? Like, he's telling nobody. Yep. He's talking himself, yeah. Dude, dude that's, that's, that's a beautiful part of it. Exposition. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least I they mean... explained it a little bit. Yeah. Well, it's a lot different, like, when, when reading the book, because you don't need all this exposition in, you know, in talky bits, because, you know, you, you already you got explain the words. it, yes. You don't need echoes inside of your own head. That sound like they're in a hollow tin. Uh, yes. Like a hollow metal box. It's just like, man, it's pretty vacant inside Mia Farrow's head, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but that, yeah, after that guy tries to capture her, that's when the the witch captures her, and yep. I just felt bad for that poor bird that yeah. was living on her stump branch, hat. It, branch hat. Her branch yeah, hat. I thought that was the one of the funnier costume choices. It's just like, no, I'm hat. a witch. Like, okay, she's just a cranky old lady. She like probably like Wearing, broke like, a, a branch off of a tree and put it in her head. Yep. But, <laughs> and did you notice with the animation, every time she turned around, it completely changed shape? Like the yeah. biggest. And I know it's like it's supposed to be turning with the perspective, yeah. but it's a Rankin-Bass movie, so it doesn't quite work. <laughs> yep. Everything just kind of morphs and gets 
kind of goddamn surreal for a mm -hmm. second. <laughs> I swear I want to just That's edit. where the magic lives. Oh, I just want to edit in, like, the old uh, Reich and Bastille, like, oh, you must die. <laughs> Wait, they... <laughs> Same animation. Really? Yeah. Huh. You must die. <laughs> no, 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 that was, that was Philip CDI. Oh, shoot. Oh. Oh. Oh yeah, you're oh, thinking yeah. um, you're um thinking Wanda, of, get, Wanda Gamelon. Excuse me, princess. Yeah. I can't wait to bomb some Dodongos. Yeah. <laughs> that one. You think it's uh, face, it's uh, the Wand of Gamelon and the Faces of Evil. Yeah. I think. And there was another Zelda game on on ah. the CDI yeah. where you played as Zelda yeah. instead, and it was awful. Yeah. Hmm. I vaguely remember that. Kind of do, but well, the, the, yeah. If you've never seen the cutscenes from uh, Legend of Zelda: The Wand of Gamelon, do yourself a favor and look up. I was gonna say don't, but no, actually do. Yeah. They're goddamn hilarious. Mm -hmm. It's especially worth... when used as YouTube poop. Yeah, I I wouldn't clips. do it at night. The, I wouldn't do it at night with the with the lights off or anything because <laughs> some of them are kind of disturbing. <laughs> For like something that looks like it was anim animated in MS Paint. <laughs> the, the guy that turns into a giant set of lips. Oh, that one stuck Ew. with me a while. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> so um. Yeah, the the witch has Im is the one who employs Schmendrick and some other guy at the time. Yep. And Schmendrick is what he a can bodyguard see. or some shit. Schmendrick is is oh he's a wizard. He's a magician. Right. He's just a really crappy wizard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah he's a magician that basically does card tricks and entertains and... people while they wait to see the animals. Yep. Uh, my my favorite crappy wizard is named uh, is named Perf. Perf. <laughs> He's yeah. my favorite too. He's uh, from a uh, web series called um, uh, Journey, Journey Quest. Quest. Oh, which he's, has just rene been renewed for its fourth season. Yeah. He's a, he's a retromancer, which basically means he just sucks at being magic. It just, hmm. no, he does he does magic backwards. Yeah, every every spell he tries to cast, it the dyslexia. Of, yeah, the, yes, the he, yes, yes, he is effect. actually dyslexic. Yes, yep. he is dyslexic. And he knows spells like vague and milk. <laughs> <laughs> the, the milk is the only one he does correctly. Yeah. The spell Z, whenever someone asks him what he does, he goes, eh. <laughs> Mends, like when he mends, everything comes apart. Yeah. He tried to heal someone. Oh, and Did him, they turn inside out? Turned him into no, a zombie. No, he turned him into a zombie. But oh, a zombie okay. with like a, a thought process, not oh, like oh. undead. Almost like a lich. Yep. Oh, he was Lord. very unhappy about it. Though. Oh, yes. Well, at least he didn't explode guts all over the place. Yeah, you, you try to tell him that, though. He was not very... He's still not very happy about the entire thing. But anyway. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Back to the last unicorn. Schmendrick is also a, a good pickpocket. He is a yeah. he is a pickpocket. That's one of the great lines. You want to sell for a great magician, we have to sell for a... a, <laughs> a, a Second rate, second rate pickpocket. Second rate pickpocket. Here yep. you go, pickpocket. He wants to free. He him. wants to free her because yeah. she, he. The first time he saw her, yes, he knew she was a unicorn. He, he could tell what. Is she her name tell. just unicorn? unicorn yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Because she was like, uh, what's my name? Because she wants my name, say my name. Sorry. I mean, that's that's just what popped into my head, because it's like, she's running around saying, who the hell am I? Bird, tell me who I am! Your name is, your unicorn. The unicorn? The <laughs> last unicorn. Oh, who do you think you are? You're just... And her, her ID just says, unicorn, comma, the last. <laughs> <laughs> what if we cross this with the last dragon? 
What's that? The Sean Connery uh, dra- movie. Dra- where he... It's called Dragonheart, but yeah, he's like the last dragon left out of yeah. him. Like, I am, I am the, the last, last one. one. <laughs> but he's not just the last one, he's the last one. Yeah. <laughs> the last one is like, I got a great idea for moving on my talking dragon. Maybe I should retire. <laughs> Maybe I should retire. Oh, wait, no. No, I'll do, do one, one more. more. I'll do one more. This League of Extraordinary Gentlemen seems to be, oh, God. <laughs> then he really retired. <laughs> See, Zardoz couldn't scare him away, but, you know, I want to review that sometime. Yeah. What, it's the because... League of Extraordinary No, no, Zardoz. Zardoz. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> It looks hilariously bad. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Wait, is it the one with him when he's, like, ripped up in a thong or something? Yep. Or? Oh, yeah, okay, he's yeah. Red, he's in the red thong, and he's, like, some kind of laser man or something. Um, yeah. With, with an unfortunate mustache. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure I want to see this movie. Yes. Here's the <laughs> thing, though. You do. <laughs> so, Whether you realize it or not, you do. Okay. So, so she, after nearly crushing her by f- almost squishing the cage around her, he, that's when he picks the lock, and the lock taunts him. Yep. But it doesn't really come to anything. No. It's well, it's I think it alerts the witch. It alerts her that that he's. Letting them out. But I think she gives more of a shit about the harpy. She does because oh, the, because the she is gonna be with the dog ears. Her. The harpy is like a legendary harpy. It's like if you were playing an MMORPG, this thing is fucking glowing at you. Yeah. Like yeah. This, this one is. is this, this is, is a named that, mob. This is the thing that spawns once a week. Yeah. yeah. And you got to get a group of like thirty people together to go kill it. Yeah. This that's what they that's what this is, and her magic just wasn't strong enough, and it was becoming weaker and weaker. Against this thing, like uh, I don't know. It's like she understood that she was going to that the harpy was eventually, was eventually going to get going out to and kill, kill her. her, but she had like deluded herself into uh, believing that yes, I'm going to die, but I'm going to live on as the one who captured this thing. Yeah. You don't remember, and me. then nobody else is going to remember you, dude. Yeah, nobody. it's yeah, it's the murder that she wrote about. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Schmendrick is like, hey, unicorn, don't let the harpy out. It's going to kill you in the face. Maybe me. And, and the, the unicorn's like, like, you're not my dad. And the harpy's me. like, let me out. We're sisters, you and I. And that's not creepy at all. No. <laughs> we are sisters. We're sisters. Okay, Redfield, what did you say? So, yeah, she's so, also a very good lockpick. She's a first-rate lockpick. She is first-rate. She is first-rate in everything. I mean, she doesn't even need to jam her horn. Nope, no, she just kind of lock. explodes just, the lock. Yep, yeah. just a tink. Like, and, okay, as a child, even as a child, my first thought was you couldn't get yourself out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like, literally, I yeah, was... She was just too... Well, it's a weird angle, it. too. Like, but you even gotta, so... Uh, she didn't have to stick magic. her horn in the thing. Just yeah. All she had to do was touch it. Yeah. She was just too self-absorbed to even I think mean, about it. I mean, come on. She, she really didn't have to do much. My, my, <laughs> my, even my four-year-old self was just like, why couldn't she get herself out? I'm confused. Why did she need the, the I magician? I know why you're laughing. I know. <laughs> just, just, oh, come on. Just touch the horn. Just, just touch it. Just touch it. Just because we did Beavis and Butthead last week? Yes. <laughs> it's residual. Uh, Who are you talking about? This is me all the time. This is true, too. You know that. Right? Right? And hey. chicken. Poonicorn. <laughs> but there are, there are boobs in this. <laughs> there are boobs. I, I don't it, think they would want to feel up the harpy. Or the, the harpy's got or some the trees. Sweat, uh, the, the harpy's got some dangling tanks, I'll tell yeah. you that. The harpy, the I've trees. never seen a harpy that looked like that. Why did it have a vulture head? 
I mean, that's... With, I think with that's, dog ears. I think that's what the, uh, the harpy, like, originally was supposed to look like anyway. They've kind of sexified it up in recent years. Well, at least it's usually, like... Well, the harpy is supposed to be the... A harpy is supposed to be the the top yeah. half of a beautiful woman. I thought yeah. it was... But the bottom half of a bird. I didn't oh. think it was necessarily a pretty lady, Damn. but could well, be, like, a yeah. woman. A woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the bottom half of a bird. That's what, that's what harpies are. Something like that. Um, and there's not they're supposed to be flying around with dog ears. What the hell is his name? The guy, the guy with the food, the guy who there's like a picnic full of food. I want to say Aristes, but I don't think it's him. The Lotus Eater Island. No, not the Lotus Lotus Eater. I know who you're talking about. He Uh, shows up in um, not Percy Jackson, the other series. What was that movie we uh, reviewed that had the claymation effect? He, Jason and the Argonauts. Jason and the Argonauts. Yeah. He, this guy, I can't yeah. remember why he's not allowed to eat, but a god, he pissed, a god he pissed punished, off a god, and a god, god said, well, him. fuck you, but buddy. But is, is this the and one where he, where he claymation the, army haunted um, him? Didn't he, didn't he serve... Wasn't like a king, enough. his own his own children, I don't or something remember. like that. I'm mixing up my 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 the Greek la- and Roman mythology. The last here. time I heard about this dude was reading uh, Rick Riordan, and he kind of sugarcoats things a little bit because he does because it's things for kids. are real gross. Because because it's for kids, but yeah. he had he had it on point though. Which, I just, like I do the know the reason they what harpies were created were to try to peck this guy's eyes out and tongue out if he ever attempted right. to eat again. Yeah. I just remember the claymation ones from Jason and the Argonauts. Yep. That was awful. Jason and the yes. Argonauts. Well, that, yeah. The, the, for 70s, it, it was okay, but man, that, that was... Clash of the Titans You've, another Have you ever yeah. seen yeah. a stock clip of skeletons with shields running, claymation skeletons yes. running? Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's from that's that. That's from that's that. The okay. Re- that's Ray Harryhausen effects. Those it, are, like, stop yeah. motion. It just reminds me of the... Did, has anyone else seen the, the Mark Twain one? The Mark Twain claymation one. I've seen I've the seen Amanda Hagen do a that one. I've oh. seen the actual movie. Like yeah. that was another one of those weird ass ones that I, I watched yeah. growing up. I saw the Amanda Hagen review and I was I was traumatized. It's terrifying. Yeah. Yes, um, that's the only real claymation. That and the the, the California raisins. I used to play. Those are cl- scary. I used to play the Clay Fighter games and those were those were fun claymation. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, where, where were we at? Um, where, where? The, the harpy does attacks the witch and, and eats her. And yeah, eats the uh, crap out of her. And that's when they kind of that's when away. you That's when you find out that... Um, that's when they casually stroll when away. When they casually stroll away because apparently if you run, she can see you because she's a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah. Like, never run from an immortal. Yeah. It just gets their attention. Yeah, this <laughs> reminded me of a... The witch like, didn't run. There was one funny bit I remember from Family like, Guy yeah. where they had to like they had to run and they had to stay in this like shady motel. There was a hooker on a used mattress in their yeah. room, <laughs> and it, Peter's like, "Lois, if we don't move, they can't see us." And the lady's like hey, smoking a cigarette. She's like, "What? Where'd, where'd they you go? go? Where'd they go?" <laughs> like, but it was the funny thing. It just waited for like about at least twenty seconds before she said anything. <laughs> <laughs> I guess there was another uh, hotel gag from uh, Family Guy with the, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, here's the light switch. It's mostly for show, and uh, we've got some bad roaches in here. And then the roaches are, like, wearing, like, bandanas, <laughs> and they have knives, like, hey, man, hey, man, I'm going to cut you so bad, you're going to wish, you're going to wish I didn't cut you so bad. <laughs> like, 
Wow, those are bad roaches. Yeah, I blame <laughs> the schools. <laughs> yeah, <don't. laughs> is this where they end up in the forest? Yeah. This yes. is where they end up in the forest, and they end up getting, well, he ends up getting kidnapped by, uh... Oh, well, first he runs into a tree. Oh, that yeah. Oh, wait, no, no, <laughs> he, he, he gets kidnapped. He gets kidnapped, kidnapped by, the, by bandits. <coughs> by bandits first. Yeah. And then um, that's where they meet Molly. That's where he meets Molly. Molly grew. Molly grew, and that's when he starts using wild magic. Um, yep. It creates and the illusionary magic of uh, of uh, Robin Hood and Robin friends. Hood and friends. And then these bandits who were super welcoming of him a minute ago, like they didn't want to share their tie soup. him to a tree or something. Yeah, I mean, they tie, I started well, they, to lose tie, they tied him to a tree because they were going to um, they were going to they try thought, to sell him or use him. Okay. Um, because they were pretty damn impressed. Because they were impressed that he could summon these things. So this is amazing. A, we're gonna tie you to a tree be, and hope you starve. Well, they were going to go find the their other party members because uh, the other party members went and followed uh, Robin Hood into the woods. See, he should have okay. invented TV. He was he and the witch were so close to having. Yeah, they were very close to it. They, they wouldn't have had to bother with this harpy bullshit. <laughs> and that's when he act and try in a. They would be immortal truly. A, <laughs> In an attempt to try to free himself, he brings the tree to life. And apparently, trees are horny. Very <laughs> horny. He's he's tied to tree boobs. And, yep. Uh, well, yeah. D- uh, dendrophiliacs might have gotten their start in this. Yes. <laughs> All I know is it, it, there's a lot of things about this movie that used to terrify me as a child, and that was one of them. Tree boobs? Tree, boobs? tree boobs. I mean, Christ, as a child, you saw the tree's face. I'm yeah. 37. I just saw the goddamn thing, and I'm like, oh, God, no. <laughs> I just remember thinking that he was going to suffocate. Yeah. yeah. That's, it's like but what a Rocco's way to go. modern life <laughs> with the hippo. So. Very much so. Oh, How dare you. <laughs> Her name is Gladys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that does remind me of that. Yep. Hey, hey, buddy, my wife's a sea mammal. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and I don't know what the lightning has to do with anything. I think it's just for effect. Yeah. Uh, magic effect. Yeah. She was like, if I d- music, you yeah. die, we'll die together or something weird. And then the unicorn shows up and goes, nope. And just, yes. <laughs> she just shows up Kills and she's her. like, Nope. Just magically kills the tree. Yep. She, she, just just, come, she comes over, grabs him, and is like, all right, you idiot, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> and that's when Molly shows up, and she sees the unicorn, and Molly immediately and starts... out. She starts to cry. And, and she has pissed. she has a freak out, because what took you so long? All I can imagine was uh, the 11th Doctor... Uh, a unicorn must have popped up in her life when she was a kid and then be like I'll be back in a minute then 20 years later well it was supposed to be I think it's the whole thing where it's legendary where when you're a young maiden and you know uh, a unicorn will appear to you when you're pure and young and beautiful maybe she masturbated too much well (laughs) the unicorn was uh, stuck the unicorn didn't come back because you touched yourself well apparently not enough because uh because the unicorn shows up when she's like in. I, now they're saying that where were you twenty years ago? Ten I'm thinking years ago. ten years ago. Oh, twenty both. years ago. She yeah. So mm. I'm thinking if she's not Molly's actually not that old. Molly's actually in her mm. like mid thirties. Hmm. That's the thing about it. It's like she's actually not that old. Really? Yeah. Um, I was just thinking, I man. Older. Her hair no, would make it very. Just, Comfortable place for that poor homeless displaced raven. Yes, to live in. yes, yes it would. Yeah. 
Yeah, but no, Molly. Molly, when she when she sang twenty years ago, she would have been a young maiden. The young maidens are thirteen, four, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Oh. She's only like oh. she's only in her mid thirties. She's just had a hell of a life. Oh. You know. And she fell she in. She just with, doesn't like, have a comb. These yeah, assholes. She fell in. Yeah. yeah, she kind of fell in with the wrong crowd. <laughs> huh. I thought not not a terrible crowd, but still like her life wasn't where it was where she wanted it to be, and then she just happens to meet a unicorn and a wizard. Mm. And she's like, I'm totally and going she's on like, this I'm adventure. going with you. And he's like, nah. And she's like, watch yeah, me. Huh? Yeah, watch me. I can walk. <laughs> the so unicorn you try wants me, me. sorcerer. Yep. You try to stop me. And he's like, well, I will. And then they continue on. And then, in, and they like just I said, walk around him because he's entirely ineffectual. And like I said, in the book, and they end up together. And he almost Yeah. In the book, they end up together. Oh. He's actually not that old, too. He's, he's, um... He looks to be twenty something. Yeah, he's somewhere in his like late twenties, early thirties. Really? He, he had I a, had him younger. He yeah. had that gangly college student look. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh wait, <coughs> you thought he, he looked like Arnold Horshack. He did look like Ron Palello, <laughs> which probably like a few people Mr. don't. Cata- you know, only oh, a few oh, people know oh, who that oh. is. Yeah. Oh yeah, he recently died a few years ago too. Cool. Yeah. Well, he did have that very yeah, very gangly, you know. Stereotypical Brooklynite mm-hmm. '70s kid, teenager kid look. Yeah. And this was what 1982. 82. Yeah. Yeah. So that yeah, that's. That's about also, right. Yeah, yeah. I think we're about halfway through the movie. Yeah. So yeah. we should probably pause, pause for for station identification. Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Psych Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, not to mention our confidence, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz, at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's Animal Shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Now lastly, we have our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash mttm. As we said, it's always free to subscribe and share. However, anything you can donate would certainly be appreciated. Thanks so much, and back to the show. And we're back. And we are- we, we absolutely were not making faces at each other trying to crack us, oh, crack each other up. Not even a little nope. bit. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> oh my the god. Bite the my cheek for that. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't even looking at you. I was looking at Dan specifically. <laughs> and then I realized, it's like, wait, I think Nick's looking at me. Well, yeah. I'm not just the two of you doing that. <laughs> But we'll do that randomly. Like, she'll be on the couch watching TV. I'm over here at my computer. And I'll just kind of go, hey, turn around, just make a face. Just go back to what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how with you, I, I, I pretend I'm squeezing your head. Very big. I squish your head. Squish your head. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I just remembered a fantasy casting thing I had. Oh, okay. Mm. Oh, Schmendrick? How about John Lovitz? Can you kind of oh see that? Oh my god. Okay, here's the thing. I kind of liked uh, Schmendrick by the end oh, of this. Oh, yeah, yeah. If, yeah it John, if it was John Lovitz, he would have gotten to the level of, buy my book. <laughs> <laughs> buy my book. Uh, yeah. There's just something about this voice. You're not, that, su- you're you're 
you're not supposed to hate Shmendrick. You're actually supposed to be kind of be on his side. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm okay, but he's <laughs> he's kind of a schlub. He's he's a he's a turbo nerd, oh, and yeah. he needs to at the at the beginning he kind of needs to get the fuck over himself. Oh yeah, absolutely. Doesn't Schmendrick mean something? <laughs> I'm not sure, but it probably does. You say if he was John Lovitz in the scene where he's turning the water into the quote unquote wine. Into the wine. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and put it together for you and look at what we got for you. Like, hey, look, we got wine for you. Oh, God. I need to get a hold of the critic again. It's a good show. Yeah. It's a very good show. Or for yeah. that matter. Armin, oh, oh. give it back. <laughs> I let you borrow it when you broke your leg, and that was like 15 years ago. <laughs> give it back. It, it says... Hachi, uh, the, first, the first result is Yiddish for ineffectual, foolish, or contemptible person. That makes, exa- that makes I mean, yeah. perfect sense. Yeah. Abs- yeah. I mean, yeah, it kind of felt like, felt Yiddish to me. Yeah, it's very much so. It's, it's got the... It's got I the, remember Rugrats with the other grandparents. I think. Ah, uh, yeah, it's the like the Hanukkah episode. Yeah. Something like I remember that from that. <laughs> I just think like coffee talk. Ah. New York coffee. Oh, Linda Richmond. Yeah. Mm. Hello, I'm so welcome for to coffee talk. <laughs> talk amongst yourselves. Rhode Island is neither road nor an island. Go ahead, discuss. <laughs> so about now they're arriving at um, the castle of King Haggard. Yeah, they're getting close to it. I and forgot they... why they were. How did they? Did they because know he they're... owned the road? Bull? No, but they heard that the Red Bull was there, and that the Red Bull had something to do with the other <laughs> unicorns disappearing. Red Bull. Yummy. Now, the question is, is there a unicorn energy drink? There yeah. fucking should be. Yeah, because there should be a nice. unicorn energy drink, and then we'll have a and taste test be... off with a, with your beloved oh, Red Bull. Oh, God, my Red yeah. Bull is so weird. I think there would be a unicorn energy drink in one of those dollar store things, like I sodas. Would really, yeah, probably. Yeah. I would, yeah. I would like to see it, and I would give all the profits to Peter Beagle. <laughs> all profit goes to Peter Beagle. How yes. much profit would there be from a dollar store? Soda? I don't know, but you could sell a lot of it for a dollar. Yeah, that would be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they and definitely. Would, and it would only be mildly poisonous. <laughs> yeah. Have spare change. There's. They <laughs> definitely water, so. Yeah. They definitely know that the Red Bull uh, comes from the castle. When they see the castle glowing all red, oh yeah, like it's, they, it's like a fucking like, ah, torch, and then took, it basically launches the Red Bull took at them. The main road. They didn't even like hide it. It's they were like, just yeah. like, it's we're like gonna they, take the main road to the castle. They basically camped out in the middle of I ninety five. Yeah. Yeah. And so when the Red Bull comes out and sees the unicorn, it's like, hey, oh, shit, another one. You another one. I thought I got them all. Ooh. <laughs> you better grow some wings, unicorn. Because <laughs> this thing's on fire it's, and giant, and it has huge and it's dog got teeth. Teeth. And it's, it's terrible. Ah. Uh, oh, that's uh, awful. Uh, <laughs> Awful. I'm just shame. Shame. Hey, I'm with Dan on that one. Hey, shame. don't don't blame me. Blame uh, blame Hasbro because that's a, that's a Transformers name. Um, yeah. What is it? A bulldozer at least? Um, he actually uh, no, it's horrible. Is the guy's name uh-huh. horrid dash bull? Uh-huh. But it's not a bulldozer. Nope. He turns into the head of a guy that turns into a monster. Turns into the head of Skullgrin. It's weird. Transformers are weird. There should have been a a, a damn bulldozer. Absolutely. I agree with you. Just like the guy Toline should not have been a cable news van, but he was. Uh, Oh, he should have been a tow truck. Thank you. That would have made more sense. 
Regardless, yes. this is a movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so now they're running. Now they're running, and, and the bull is no catching up. To... And, and they're walking, and, and they're walking. Oh. And there's oh, a yeah. dragon! It's gonna get you. Oh, they cut the dragon's head off. That's later. Yeah, yeah that's um, not prince. And it's also a Chinese dragon, because there's mm -hmm. no limbs. Um, no, no, it, it had claws. No, but it didn't well, have little, wings. Little, little dibbly claws. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it didn't have wings. Um, but it totally had a mustache, yet mm -hmm. it breathed fire. It kind of looked like, um, like. I think I think you, the I think you call them imperial dragons. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the the Red Bull kind of corners her, and they're afraid that she's going to die. And at this point, she kind of can because she's out of her forest. They made mention at the very beginning that she's immortal in her forest. Mm. When she's out of her force, she's she has she has the the capability of dying. So her being out of her forest and having this big giant thing basically coming to what you know at this point nobody knows what is going on, where they've been, where where these unicorns have gone. They think she's gonna die, so Schmedrick does what the best he can do, and he casts a spell and lets you know kind of lets the magic do its own thing, and he turns her human. Da, da, da. And yes. she and, and the freaks bull. the fuck out. Yeah, the bull's only interested in unicorns, so when she becomes human, <laughs> Detroit become human. Um, <laughs> sorry, I had to. Uh, when she becomes human, the bull doesn't give a shit anymore and just kind of wanders right. off. Yep, goes Where'd home. you go? And Molly has a, has a, Where'd you go? Has a fit. Molly has a fit because how could you do this? And when she wakes up, she has a fit because she can feel her body dying around her. Yep. Because she's human and she's not supposed to be. And human. she has no tact. Yes. <laughs> I can feel this body dying around me. I get used to that. Just pop some ibuprofen, you'll be fine. Yeah. Seriously, this movie could have been solved by antidepressants. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Seriously, the thirties are gonna hit you like a train, girl. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is your your midlife existential crisis. That's what this movie is. If your midlife crisis happens at like, like what what when she turned human, what would you she Quarter be mid twenties maybe? So your quarter life that, crisis. If that's your midlife crisis, then damn, you got a shitty life expectancy. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Oh, and she seems to have an anus on her forehead. Yes, yeah. she's got a, she's got a jelly, uh, jelly, like grape jelly splotch on her forehead. That's like where her horn should be, because as a when she's a unicorn, yep. there's like a purplish, pink, pink it's like a starburst around the around bottom, the, not, the not, not the candy, an actual like star looking thing. <laughs> Around the base of her horn. She, I wonder where J.K. Rowling got the idea for a scar on a forehead. From. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. See. Oh, but but no, it couldn't have been because in in, in the first uh, Harry Potter book, a, a unicorn dies. Voldemort. 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 Eats it. Drinks its blood. He's got yeah. silver blood. That's true. Yep. That's true, right? So yeah. Mercury? She's trying to kill my childhood. That's yeah. what she's trying to do. Yep. And then she's trying to claim she was inclusive the whole time, which she's ah, so no. full oh, of shit. But I'm not getting into that. Lady, yeah. no. I'm not getting into any of that. That should be its own. Uh, that's its own. Oh, podcast. that is a whole yeah. lot of nonsense. Um, I still like Harry Potter, but I don't like J.K. No. No. Um, anyway, but anyway, back to this unicorn. Um. So. Because now she's human, they gotta try to figure out a different way uh, as to figure out how to get in. So 
Schmedrick kind of takes the lead and is like, all right, so they kind of storm the castle. This By going to the front door and saying, castle. hey, how you doing? Yeah. And they let him in. And because there's in. apparently two people in this entire goddamn castle. Yep. And oh, and the guards happen to be... Three. Three people because there's there's a oh, magician. Yeah. And yeah. Even though he said out. four, so maybe he was counting the cat? He might have had, well, he might have had two other guards that you just didn't see. Oh. Yeah. He said four men at arms. Yeah, so maybe he had four guards that you just maybe didn't see. Maybe the cat was a trained soldier. Maybe the cat and the skeleton. So four, oh, four yeah. men at arms. Were they, were they from Eternia? Right. Did they have a, a questionable <laughs> mustache? <laughs> oh, God. God. Well, they, uh, they come in and, uh, they basically say, uh, hey, uh, we can work for you. We're here to work for you. And uh, I'm, I'm a wizard, and she's a cook, and she, this other one is Lady uh, Amathea. Amathea. And she's just there. <laughs> she's pretty, she's and confused. she's there. And she does, she just pay no hurt, pay no mind to her. Pay no attention to the men behind the curtain. And uh, and Christopher Lee turns around and says, "All right," and fires his own uh, his other wizard. His other wizard sees that Amethia is a unicorn and goes, (laughs) "Asshole, you idiot! You you brought your death in the front door. (laughs) Fuck, fine, fuck off, asshole!" and disappears from the film. There goes your load bearing magician. Yeah, basically (laughs) fucks off from the film, and we never see him again. He's just like. Really? You knew... gotta do the... Okay. Well, he also yeah. knew who, uh, who Schmendrick was. Yeah. Because I guess Schmendrick has a... Uh, has a... Reputation. Reputation. <laughs> or, or maybe he... Well, no, because he doesn't think he actually knows real magic. I was going to no. say, maybe he studied with... With the that, guy. This guy but... is a... Is a uh, what's the word? Prophet? Yeah, something or like a that. Seer or seer something. Seer or something. Regardless, they end up working in the castle. And some time passes. And as time passes... Smendrick knows some pretty good party tricks. He does. An indeterminate amount of time passes. Indeterminate amount of time passes, but it it seems that it's a while because, you know, montage. You find out that she is... uh, The unicorn is starting to forget who she is. Yep. She's starting to forget that she was a unicorn. And she loses her forehead anus. And she does lose her forehead anus. Yes, she does. But none of... Eventually it dries up and shrivels. (laughs) Oh, God. Wait... When, oh god. When does it almost <laughs> feel like it's gonna be like a laser? Is that when uh, when the magician gets fired? Yes. 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 Because oh, okay. the magician's like, magician's all pissed off. He's gonna attack her. She turns around and go and like her forehead Please. glows and he's just like, Oh, 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 oh you she, idiot. She's You're got an poop idiot. Lasers. I'm out. <laughs> poop lasers. <laughs> out the forehead. From her forehead. Wait. She's the worst starfish ever. Care Bear Stare! <laughs> but she ends up falling in love with Prince Lear. Hmm. Who, who has done everything in his power, and that's saying something because he's a prince and, you know. Who has done everything in his power to woo except her. Except for talk except to her. Except to talk to her. Does a poem count? No, that's. Oh. Poetry's awful. He sings He's played by Jeff Bridges, and Jeff Bridges is used to women by just going, hey. What's up? Yeah. I'm Jeff Bridges. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, I was in Tron. Yeah. <laughs> not yet, at this point. Yeah. Oh, not yet. Yeah. Yeah. But Tron was in so the he 70s. Offered, uh, he offered his services for free yeah. to do the redub of this movie when yeah. the uh, special edition came out. Yeah. He did it for free. Nice. nice. Yeah. 
Nice, but I remember Jeff Bridges actually looked up. He did two albums. He did a country album, and I actually forgot about this. He did a album to help people go to sleep because <laughs> his his. Um, I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah, it's actually quite effective. It's called Jeff Bridges Sleep Tapes. And, uh, if Jeff you know Bridges is going to be experience? narrating my dreams for the next couple of weeks, <laughs> we're going to have to have a talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because he found out his uh, his uh, one of his children was an insomniac. So he's like, "Okay, I'll figure this out. Cool, this let's just do really some." Well. Yeah, me too. I know yeah. this feeling really, really well. So uh, King Haggard. Uh, King Hagrid has a big I kept problem. Hearing, I kept hearing Hagrid. I'm like, yeah, you're yeah. not Robbie Coltrane. Fuck no, off. No, King Hag Hag Haggard. Who looks pretty haggard. Exactly. Ah, I see what you did there. He um, nothing makes him happy. Nothing makes him happy, and he's no. freaking out the entire time she's there because he can't see his own reflection in her in her eyes. He just I sees the, so her happy. forest friends. Yeah, he sees. He Yay. sees Everything but his own reflection back at him until she forgets. Until enough. she forgets who she is, and then he sees he sees himself, and he's freaked out because of that. He has no please in him. No, nope. there isn't. He likes staring at the sea, and guess what? She likes staring at the sea. It's a match made in hell. It's like I'm going to stand in the corner and stare at you creepily for a while. Mm, yes. Pretend mm. I'm staring at the sea. And Christopher Lee is Christopher Lee. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was in, <laughs> you know, he also I was recorded, in the Howling, and then I got in this movie. He recorded the German version of this movie as well. Huh. I've done heavy really? metal music, yes. and now I'm. The he disco. also um, Peter Beagle actually showed up during his um, his voiceover stuff, and Christopher Lee basically sat him down and went, "Tell me how you want me to do this, and I will redo it and redo it and redo it until you are satisfied." Yeah, he was. A, I think he was one of the most giving actors. He was. A, he, I think down, he was like, kind of a perfectionist. He wanted yeah. it done properly the way yeah. people wanted it to be done. Yeah. So I am so remarkable. Yeah. Many colors, and now I'm doing yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. He similar was a cool to dude, uh, yeah, similar like Anthony Hopkins too. He'll do mm-hmm. the same thing. Like he'll do five hundred takes in a row just to get it right. Just to get it right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And it was. I thought that was really neat. Um. But he. Uh, the, the, king. the king is freaking out for multiple reasons. He's freaking out because he's bored. He's freaking out because he's nothing makes him happy. He's freaking out because he's he, basically he a dog. He, yeah. he tells her that um, how he has all the unicorns trapped in the sea, so they're seahorses. Yes, they're sea. They're, no, they're narwhals. They're, they're unicorns. They're narwhals. Wait. We did see narwhals, but well, the whole point at this point in the movie, I think, is to show. That he says all these unicorns are in the sea, but no one has seen it yet. Everyone, you see mm. the water, and they, there's lots of water to look at, but you don't see a single unicorn. You do see narwhals. And but the water is all, like, greenish, beige. Yeah, it's, it's like, just like, this is gross water. Like, there's, there's nothing, and she even says, I don't see anything. Is that because she doesn't believe? No, it's because yeah. she's becoming more human. She is forgetting. She doesn't believe anymore. Yep. So it's not until the very end when she, you know, reverts. That she actually sees her brethren. But in the meantime... we're fast-forwarding. Yeah, in the meantime, the cat has given Molly a riddle. Yep. Something about wine drinking itself. Because, yeah, when the wine drinks itself and the skeleton laughs and the the time... (laughs) That was my favorite bit. Yeah, until you walk through time. 
That was just confusing. And the clock, the clock. Yeah, because a cat can never give a straight answer, which sounds about right for cats. Yep. And it sounds like and an it's excuse. a pirate cat. Yep. Because the cat has a peg leg. Mm-hmm. And, and, and an eye patch. Mm-hmm. And it talks for no reason, but it's amazing. It talks. Why? Because, because it does. Because it can. Yeah, and it, no one questions it. Nope. You think like this cat was just like the the character was created as they drew it? <laughs> and, like maybe it had it's different possible. lines tried, or something. Or like a Pokemon. I have not read this book in I want to say something like twenty years. Mm-hmm. Um, they started designing the character. And so and I cannot, I cannot actually remember <laughs> if the cat is in the book or not. But I kind of really hope it is. You think it's an exposition cat, maybe? I don't know. But I, I really, <laughs> I, just to say that. I really kind of, I need to get my hands on this book again and reread it because I know I'm missing things and I know my brain is filling in certain gaps of certain things and I'm like, but did that actually it's happen? Like, but, it, it, but is it really? That's my problem. Yeah. They somehow trick the skeleton into telling. Well, them first where they, they find the skeleton. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like they, they have to they find. He's got a skeleton hanging around. There's a skeleton kind of like hanging over the like the fireplace or something. And <laughs> once they figure out like certain bits of what this riddle is, the skeleton starts to talk to them. Yeah. And it mostly laughs annoyingly. In Renee Aubergenis, who is also Odo from Deep Space Nine, who, uh, if you have the kind of deep nerd knowledge that I do, he played uh, Yanos Audrin in uh, Soul Reaver, uh, Blood Omen 2, Soul Reaver 2. He was also in Warehouse 13. Yes. He was, yeah, I suppose he was on other TV shows. Yes, he was. He played a really, like, really obscure vampire in a really obscure sequel to an obscure game. He was also in Warehouse 13. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, um, I, I, it doesn't ruin me. Okay. He, uh, they trick him into drinking what he thinks is air. wine, but it's actually air. But, he, um, but he's a skeleton. skeleton. He's got no... Look at his line. That's the stuff. That's real wine. That's real wine. And, and somehow a skeleton blushes. Yes. Yeah. And I was he just... accidentally sort of gives it away how to get into the bull's lair. Because at this point they have decided that she she is falling in love with Prince Lear. The, uh, the unicorn in the human's body is falling in love with Prince Lear. She's forgetting who she is. She's forgetting the reason why they're there. Which is to to find and free the other unicorns. So basically, they decide to rush the plot and go. Okay, we really need to, to get this done. We need to get you downstairs. Good. We need to find the bull's lair. To figure the out clock. where the bull put these unicorns. I like that. They rush the plot. It's like, all right, wait, hold on. We got a runtime of how many minutes? Shit. Yep. Um, we're done. We've been we're eighty-two ramb- minutes and we're already seventy-two in. Let's do this. We've been rambling. <laughs> Shit. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so they they go. They man- basically they have to run through a clock, and it breaks a spell. And the king's following. And the king is following because the skull is pissed off because it sees through the the human guys and yeah. sees that it's a unicorn and starts freaking out. Um, and the Why? king. Why? Who knows? Who knows? He's Lear, just Lear shows up because clock. Lear has has been kind of obsessing about. Um, the about, the about her, and so yeah. every if she moves, he follows, and so yeah. he's he's pretty much pulling a. Um, he's kind of a lovesick puppy. He's not really doing <laughs> anything terrible, but he's well, always there. I was actually going to say it's closer to. Uh, I, why can't I remember the teacher's name from uh, Fairly Odd Parents? 
the one who's oh, obsessed with fairies. Yeah. Shit. And he's just like, you know, like I know you're, I know you're a unicorn. I know you're a unicorn. Why are your eyes weird? Fucking hell! No, I know it. I know it. No, fairies. But he's not saying that she's <laughs> yeah. a unicorn. He's just he's in love with her. He's like, I. He said, I. He said, I know what you are. Yeah. I've known what you are since you walked up uh, up to the gate. So no, it's that's clear. A, that's, that's the king. That's the king that's said the king. that. What am I? Who are you? Talking I'm talking about? about Lear, his son. The oh, prince. Right, all right, never mind. The prince. Mind. I'm talking about the prince and how he's kind of always following her like a lovesick puppy. He's following her around like a lovesick puppy, yes. and he, he's realizing that he is a brony thirty years early. Yeah. <laughs> because once they explain to him what she is, he's like, I'm still going to love her. And it's like, I don't think it's going to work out. It's like, I'm still going to love her. It might be bestiality now, but I'm still going to love her. And, and she's I, like, I, hear, I love who I love. I choose who I love. And, she's, and then she turns back into a unicorn at one point, and he's like, well, I'm a furry now. Yeah. And she, okay. But she, at this point, doesn't really remember who she is anymore at all. No. And all she remembers is that she, all, all that she knows is that she loves him. And she wants to stay with him. And even he is like, but that's not what you are. That's not who you are. I have to be the and hero I now. have to be the hero now. And the hero has to, you know, kind of push the plot along. <laughs> And sacrifice. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just picturing him just have like, you know, the dude in here. He's yep. so, he, he at the point saying, love is love, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whatever, whatever pulls your room together. Hey. Uh, but at... We just stop them. <laughs> but they get, in, they're in the, the Red Bull's lair. Yep. Lots of energy in here. Mm-hmm. Um... There's stunt and, planes and, um, and half pipes. And as the, <laughs> as the Red Bull is is like coming, she tried to I guess coming together. She has to do the damsel in distress thing where, where she, she steps, she steps in a hole. Oh no, my ankle! God damn it! Can't you save it? Can't you? No, like, because she's not the unicorn anymore. When no, she's, she's unicorn, become a damsel. When she's like, the unicorn, ah. she can handle herself. But yeah. when she's the damsel. Oh, what was oh, me? What was me? Lear, come to help me. And that's when uh, Schmedrick is just like, screw it. All right, fuck it, You're going to be a unicorn, that's it. Of course You're it is, unicorn. let's go. And he casts the spell, and all her clothes melt away, and she becomes a unicorn. Yep. And I guess he knows magic now. Well, he, he is just basically throwing caution to the wind, and he's like, la 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 magic, la Yay, la 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 magic, let's see if it works. Whee! Yay! Only this time he's obviously gotten a, a couple of levels higher because he doesn't yep. pass out when he does it this time. Nope. Um, and so he the has Red a few Bull, more sorcery points now. The Red Bull chases her out of the uh, out of the cave and onto the beach, and that's when you finally start to see all the unicorns in the waves. Mm-hmm. And that's when they she are sees the sea them. Foam. She sees them, and I think that's what gives her the oomph to fight back. Yeah. So she drives the bull into the water. Yeah, she realizes and she's got a magic sharp thing sticking out of her head and goes, even wait, a minute. wait a minute, you may have that, but I got this. Yeah, she's like, wait a minute, and it starts glowing, and she's basically like, you know what? Fuck this guy. Yep. I've had enough of this. And she drives the red the red flaming bull into the water, and all of her brethren are free, and they all run off. And they are load-bearing unicorns. They are load-bearing unicorns because, because they start running yeah. up a hill and tear a castle to the ground somehow somehow just by passing by just by passing it they they it was really the castle into the sea yeah. including in a, um in haggard a, as well in a crushing wave of logic the, the castle crumbles yep. which you know it should have fallen a oh, long time ago because it's a weird twist oh god castle. what happened to the cat i choose to believe the cat made it out 
Probably. Yeah. Oh, God. Cats have nine lives, after all. Yeah. yeah. And the cat probably knew, like, shit was going down. It's like, yeah. oh, wait, they actually went in the clock. I mean, they talked I'm to out. I'm leaving. They bothered to keep showing the, that raven flying around, but... Yeah. yeah. Come on, the but cat. who knows what happened to pirate cat? Yeah, yeah I, I think I believe that too. They just looked at him. He's stylish enough to walk around, drink, talk, and have a pirate, uh, little patch on his eyes. Like, he's yeah, a magic cat. He knows. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm I was gonna kind go. of expecting him to turn into a human. So the author. Yes. Has he passed? No. Get on that story about the cat. Man. <laughs> Come on. Um, as we far need, as I yeah, know, he it. has not passed. We need a follow up. Get um, on that story, man. He. Uh, let's see. So. Yeah, um, basically the movie ends kind of sad. Because uh, yeah. the unicorn goes she, um, she You can't always get what you want. She stays a unicorn and she kind of looks back as she runs away to see them on the beach, uh, her friends and um, her love, and she runs home. Uh, he uh, He's an adventurer. He's it's what he does. Yeah. So he. Um, well, I'm king now of something. Of a cliff. Yeah. I'm, I'm king of a pile of rocks and and garbage. So he just <laughs> so he's, he kind of goes off on his own to do his own thing, and she comes back to see her friends one more time. She comes back to see Molly, and she comes back to see Schmedrick. And um, I keep wanting to call him Perf, but he's not Perf. He's not Perf. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Nobody's perfect. <laughs> well, his name. Oh, yeah. Perf's full is, name is superfluous. 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 <laughs> superfluous. Yes. Because he is. Um, <laughs> but uh, yes, yeah, she comes back to see them, and uh, Schmedrick actually feels really bad because she is the only unicorn to ever feel what falling in love is like, and, and regret, and regret. So she's not as Sociopath. So she's not. Yeah, she's not a sociopath anymore. She knows. And she's what, sad about that. And she <laughs> she's sad, but she's not sad at the same time because she doesn't regret it. She she doesn't regret having regret. regret. Something like that. Wait, hold on. I've gone cross She doesn't regret regretting what regret is. She could go teach other unicorns to like not be jerks or something. I don't know. That's she's the only unicorn who will ever know what that's like. And she kind of bids her friends farewell, and she goes Doesn't home. Doesn't have friends anymore. She's going to go be antisocial. That's the end of the movie. It's like she goes home. And the status quo is vaguely maintained. Yep. Except it's... there are other unicorns back. Now, I choose to believe that the other unicorns are actually very sociable creatures. Yeah. And she's basically the Daria of the unicorns. <laughs> well, honestly, if you think about it, if you if you really look at all the unicorns that ran out, yeah. there aren't more than two hundred of them. Yeah. yeah. The world is a big place, and if they each had their own dwelling or their own like forest sections of forest, the world is a big place. Yeah. Yeah, but eventually they'd but, run into each other too. Well, yeah, so but later. But are they? Confined to a certain habitat or biome. If they want to stay immortal, if they stay I think. Immortal, yes. Yes. So yeah. I mean, are they confined to say? They have their own grove. They're not necessarily around Europe or something. Well, they're not necessarily confined because she could travel. Oh yeah. She yeah. left her. You know, they can leave their forest. But if you're immortal in your forest, why goddamn leave your forest? Boredom. Well, I mean, okay. Yeah. Snacks. There's snacks in the forest. 
But are they good snacks? They're snacks that unicorns like, apparently. They're bugs. We didn't know what it was. Berries. Ah, it was like berries and grass and shit. I was kind of yeah. half expecting her place to look like, you know, Pride Rock after Scar took over when she got back. Uh, we never see it because we never see what yeah. happens when she gets back. Well, let's just... Don't you just l- want to imagine it that way? Yeah. She's got a lot of cleaning up to do. Yeah, I I cannot imagine. I, I like this though because I like it because of the way the story ends. Mm-hmm. You know, because there there are stories that you want to see. It's not so neatly wrapped up. No. It's just here's a window of time where stuff happened. Yep. And that story ended. And that story's ended. And, and then that's done, and then we move on to something else. And she, she I like said, movies like that. That's why yeah. that's why I use that quote. Yeah. It's like it's not a happy ending because nothing ever really ends. Yeah. So. There's that, and uh, she she says something to Schmedrick at the end, like, um, "Are you happy? Like, you know, yeah. you're happy that it's over. Are you happy that it's done?" And he says, uh, "Sometimes men never really know if they're happy, but I think so." Yeah. Like, it's just it's not. It's a very bittersweet ending. Yeah, it because is. Because yeah. no one really the only. The only person or the only thing that gets what they want is the unicorn. But she doesn't even get everything that she wants. No. Um, so it's it's as real as a movie about a unicorn can be. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. It's that the, the sentiment is real. The, the you can't really always get what you want and sometimes it's yeah. you know the happiest ending isn't happy it's very true and yeah. like I said I think I, like I said before right before the uh, we started recording um, this movie taught child me that all endings aren't always good because you know when you're a kid and you're watching you watch TV and you're watching Disney movies and you're watching all these other things and everything always ends with a nice neat little bow wrapped around it. Right. Usually a a music number. Usually a music number. Usually uh, everybody's... Creepy breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. But usually everybody's happy. And that's on her face. Usually everybody... Yeah, you know, everybody... Everything works out at the end of a Disney movie. Yeah. Everybody's happy. Everybody's in love. Everybody gets what they want and there's no repercussions for anything that ever happened. Right, yeah. And this movie is not like that. This movie is very much a, there are repercussions. There are, it's not wrapped up nice, nice neatly in a bow and it's not going to end up well, nice neatly We don't bow. see any real repercussions though. You know, well, like the, the king, the new king on his rubble pile. The new king on his rubble pile, but the new king who's in love with a unicorn who he can never be with. Mm. <laughs> we need to see him alone and sad. Well, when he when he rides off, he's like, "I'm in love with a horse." Then he looks down. He's on a horse. Like I'm confused. Oh, yeah, this the, is uncomfortable. My point is, though, is that it's this Should type. Of, this is the type back? of movie. <laughs> oh no! I was waiting That's for it. someone to make that joke. That's how you get centaurs. I was. I waiting. mean, come on. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> Quick, someone invent the dryer. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh ow! Oh my soul. My soul. 
And my dog has woken up. Oh, no. <laughs> you look happy, Because he's jangling, because yeah. we didn't kick the jangle part off. Yeah, we didn't take his collar off, so he's making jangly sounds. Yeah, that, that's that's, right. that's what the clinking is in the background. He's yeah. a dog that jingle jangle yeah. jingles. That's alright. He's very cute, too, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. doing his glamour pose. Yeah. He's got his ears up. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So fantasy casting, who's got one? Yeah, I love it, uh, but I already mentioned that. Yeah. I don't know. Um. Hmm. I, I have an Eddie White one. for something. Now, my standard thing of adding Christopher Walken in, I don't think would actually benefit this movie. Yeah. Because Christopher Walken would bring a level of goofity to it that it doesn't really <laughs> need. Haggard. You could, you could cast him as a joke cast. I'm so sad all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I only put stuff around that makes me happy. And I'm engaged to a double's fur. <laughs> yeah. And you find that's what you really need is, why am I here? <laughs> this is bad. Like, why am I even here? Who am I? This place sucks. This place sucks. Oh, Mandrick is Beavis and Butthead. Oh my. The the risk score. <laughs> Well, I'm after like the tree, after the tree thing, he walks away. His hair is all like mussed up. He's like, "Oh God, I, I, I think." <laughs> Did you just try to pull his harness up over his head? Yes, and I didn't mean to. <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. That's like that's like a hockey beating. You like you pull the jersey up and you just start beating on him. Uh, very sorry, buddy. I gotta go with one. I gotta go just for the voice with old, like old Star Trek and just go with Ricardo Montalban. Okay. Yeah, and there is the king. I mean, that can work. It'd be a very different performance. Oh yeah, very much. I only want to do something that makes me happy. I just, it just, I, I think less of Khan, and I think more of like his fantasy island, Mr. Rourke, role. I mean, Nicholas Cage is smitten. Magic, do what you do. Well, he, and then that's... he was he was great as Noir Spider Man. Yeah, he really yeah. was. So yeah, there seems to be that's an odd heard. resurgence in his career now. Yep. Well, it, it comes in waves. Like, yeah, he does, the, the reason why the man never stops working is because he owes the government so much goddamn money. Well, he's yeah. gonna stop buying dinosaur skeletons. I agree. Okay. <laughs> he he owned like three at one point. It's just like big ones or little ones. Big ones. Oh. Yeah, like he had a T Rex skeleton, I think. I just want to. Did the Jurassic Park banner come down around it? That would be awesome. It, it should. Just had to actually God. do the recorder yes, version I of that can. with your cracky voice. Yes. <laughs> Just had, a, just had a mental image of Nicolas Cage waking up in the morning and doing like the whole the end of the Jurassic Park one where the T-Rex starts finding things and starts yeah. <laughs> the ending where it just roars and the banner falls down <laughs> but it's just Nic- <laughs> but it's just Nicolas Cage in the yeah. morning yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> just like walking around the house in his bathroom like a T-Rex <laughs> this is fun <laughs> Just reminds me of one of the many injuries my sister got when she was little Oh god uh, She was uh, Was this like third or, third or fourth grade I'm not really sure which 
But uh, she was out, you know, at recess playing with her friends, and they were playing dinosaurs. And it was during the winter time, so my sister had this big, heavy coat, and she's like, I'll be the T-Rex, and she pulls her arms into the coat, <laughs> so she just got her, like, hands dangling out of the coat, and she's running around chasing everyone else now in a good time, until she trips over her own two feet, because she is, in fact, related to me, and we have a tenuous relationship with gravity. <laughs> so she trips over her own feet and lands right on her head, because she's got her hands up like this, and all she can really do, instead of throwing her hands in front of her face, she can just go, ah! <laughs> Over. Yeah, but this is also the same girl who managed to fall out of a washing machine. A yeah. top-loading washing machine. Why she was in it, I couldn't tell you. Sonic is but, very disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> All I remember is I heard a heavy thud from behind me in the laundry room. I had to pause Stimpy's invention because I heard my sister start crying. Found her on the floor in front of the, in front of the washing machine, bleeding from the head. I oh ran God. upstairs to tell my parents. I said, Mom, Dad, Allie fell out of the washing machine. And then it clicked with me what I just said. And my parents both looked at me. What? I'm like, she's bleeding. Come on. <laughs> you, you get on me about trying to bake my brother. But I never threw my sister out of a washing machine. Neither did I. Yeah. <laughs> she, she did that one to herself. <laughs> so. That's uh, why I'm glad, glad my sister's so much older. I never had that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I didn't have that stuff. Oh, I tried just... to kill my brother many, many times yeah. in many different ways. The only reason he's alive is because you couldn't reach the buttons for the I stove. couldn't reach the stove. <laughs> I couldn't push him into the stove either. Let's let's yeah. be fair. I could grab the pot. I could put him in the pot. But I could not put the pot in the stove. Okay? You I was not that... I, I, I was three. You want to talk about a sociopath uni a unicorn? We had a sociopath three-year-old <laughs> trying to murder her, her infant brother. My infant brother, yes. I tried, to, I tried to bake him. I tried to drown him many, many times. <laughs> and bake him in a pot. I, tried, I used to crawl into his crib and beat him up. Oh, God! Like, I, I, apparently, I, this is what my mother told me, is I used to climb into You're his crib. You're starting to forget. And, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> maybe I was a unicorn, okay? You don't know! <laughs> I used to share a room with my little sister, and uh, she learned that mom and dad weren't going to wake up if she yelled, but if she grabbed the curtain rod off the window that her crib was next to, she oh, could God. reach across from her crib and beat her brother with the curtain rod. <laughs> And get his attention in the middle of the night. Wow. Yep. She's like two years old, standing up in a crib. I'm like eight. I'm like, ow, God, ow, stop it, ow. Did you try turning around so your feet were on that side? No, I, the way the, uh, the way everything worked, I really, you know, I should have done that. <laughs> but then she would have beat me in the ankles. This would have been some straight up misery level nonsense. I don't know. Do you need your brain or your feet more? <laughs> Choose. You when, decide. I was, when I was a kid, my brain because I was in school. Now, my feet because oh. my, my job does not require a brain. Mm. <laughs> After you've been at it a while, anyways. Yeah. Anyway, that was the last unicorn. Uh, the yep. last yeah. unicorn. Not the last movie of about unicorns. Yeah. No. no. Dan, uh, <laughs> Dan Avidan from Ninja Sex Party did a cover of the last music. Uh, the last musicorn. <laughs> Can you tell it's a little bit later than we normally yeah, record? A yeah. Bit. He did a cover of the theme song to the last unicorn, which I think is just called the last, last unicorn, unicorn, right? Yep. 
look it up. It's he's either under uh, Ninja Sex Party as his band name, or his um, his like performing name is Dan- Danny Sexbang. He does a great job. It's it's it it's is incredible. Really good. Yeah. yeah. Also check out other Ninja Sex Party stuff because it's fucking funny. It is. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, yeah, but he does. It's so does close to it. It's like, wow, this is. And this the is range also is good. The pitch is good too. Yeah, like one of his favorite movies too. So yeah. I was like, ah. yeah, he has a little uh, little bit at the beginning of it about uh, the the author and. Oh uh, yeah, there was yeah. there was a time frame where um, the author. Like the owners of the, the owners of movie. of the movie rights were not treating him very well. They were being this real. real they're being real shits about it. And then. Um, when they sold the rights to the people who own it now, which I'm not sure who does, uh, those people were really cool about it, and they started doing a tour where he was touring with the film, and he would sign, like, books uh, and copies of the movies and stuff, and they came around here. Their closest one was in um, Cape Cod, and I did not get to go, and I'm still bummed of the fact yeah. that I didn't get to go. Because I would have, I would have well, gone. We'll keep, we'll keep our eyes open. If I don't ever, think if, they're doing it anymore. Say, if but it ever happens again, we'll keep our eyes, uh, yeah. eyes and ears open. Definitely. I would do it in a heartbeat. And you should. Mm. And you should definitely. So, uh, any final words? I'm good. Okay. Uh, Flibbly flabbity flu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so, those are final words. Yeah. I mean, I could do. Uh, I've been playing The Sims lately. I could do something in Simlish. I could do something in Simlish. Flarn. <laughs> ah, I got that moodlet last night because I made an insane character. No, sorry, an erratic character. And they just got randomly angry for no good reason. Oh. Kind of like me. We all do. <laughs> so I guess that wraps it up. All right. yep. yep. So next week, uh, join us for a very special movie theater time machine episodes and get on our Facebook page to be able to, uh, to, be able to see what more of that's like. Yeah. So we'll get some stuff together. We look at older animation that was seen uh, before movies in uh, olden days. So this is going to be real fun. We have a series of cartoon shorts and also we'll be live on Facebook yes. next week. So be good. Take care of yourself, but don't be too good. <laughs>